Hey there, thanks for joining me on episode 6 of the Fierce Warrior Women podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to my parents that have teen and tweens at home and you're starting to go through or you're in the middle of that transition where, you know, they just aren't so receptive to spending time with you anymore like they used to. You remember that when they were like four and five years old and they would hold your hand and they wanted to go everywhere with you and they were just vying for your time and now they come home, go to their bedroom and slam the door in your face. Only speaking from experience here. Anyway, I had a major breakthrough, and actually it was myself and my husband who had some big breakthroughs related to how we were going to (laughs) move forward in parenting our tween and teen daughters. So I want to share that with you because I think it's just valuable information because it is tough playing this dance when they no longer want to be around you all the time and they're kind of pulling away. What do you do? How much space is too much? Um, How do you not take offense to them saying please get out of my room so we're going to talk about that today let's cue the music welcome to the fierce warrior women podcast i'm your host jessica noel and each week you and i are going to sit down and talk about what it takes to get out of life's trenches how to be courageous and confident as you fight for the life that you want it's my hope that you are going to walk away feeling empowered to be the fierce warrior of your own life All right, so you have been experiencing situations where your tween or teen comes right home from school or sports or whatever activities they might be in, but they walk through the door and head directly to their room and close the door behind them. And you may not see them for hours if you do not go and force your way in because sometimes when you knock on the other side of that door, they aren't so welcoming anymore. And you might be struggling and asking yourself all these questions like, where did I go wrong? What did I do? And why don't they love me anymore? I mean, it's it's such a real thing. And first of all, I just have to tell you, I, one, I've been, um, I'm a mom of a teenager and I've been a mom for 16 years. And then I was a teacher for uh, nine years and I was a teacher in the middle school And let me just tell you, from being a mom and a teacher, this is typical. You are not unlike so many other parents. Most parents will go through this. Even the parents with phenomenal, who feel that they've built the most phenomenal relationship with their child. And they've always had this great maybe communication. You guys always had your inside jokes. And this still will happen. So don't feel like nobody else has gone through this or is going through this. Believe me, it happens to a majority of us. So I just wanted to share today on the podcast because Jeff and I had, my husband and I had such a breakthrough with our girls because this was a big struggle that we were having and it kind of continues to happen, but now we have a better strategy. So I want to share that with you because not only did um, we have a breakthrough with our tween and teen, but actually it was my teenager who helped us really solidify what we needed to do. And so it's not just a strategy coming from the adult perspective. This was actually 
helped by my teenager. So let me just tell you. So we um, basically were experiencing all the things that you might be experiencing with your tweener teen, which is they just don't want to spend time anymore. You might go into their room and say, hey, do you want to go to the store to go get this? Or do you want to go do this? And it's always like, no, no. And then they go back into their device or whatever they're doing. But you're getting a lot more no's and they really don't want to spend. It seems like they don't want to spend a whole lot of one-on-one time with you. And let me just preface this with Jeff and I have the fundamental belief, and I've always had this belief because this was the way I was raised, is that that one-on-one time with a parent, with each child having one-on-one time with their parent, is so incredibly foundational to a positive relationship and a positive overall family. We believe that it's a necessity. So I just want you to be aware that that is my my underlying belief, and it really is a part of the way we structure our family is that we make sure we have time one-on-one with our kids. So because of that belief and our desire to have one-on-one time with our kids, it's really frustrating when your tween or teen isn't receptive to, hey, let's go do something. Let's go shopping. Let's go throw the ball. Let's go take a walk. Let's, you know, whatever. They're just like, no. And get out of my room, by the way. And you're just sitting there going, what happened to... That child I raised that wouldn't talk to me like that and wasn't disrespectful and wouldn't even ask me to leave their bedroom. In fact, they were usually asking me to come and play a game with them. Where, where, What happened? Where is that kid? I get it. And so here's what ended up happening. Um, my daughter and I, for basically, it was a period of at least three, two or three months, I could sense the tension that had never been there before. I, like so many other parents, thought that I had really worked hard to build a great relationship. It wasn't perfect, but we had a pretty solid relationship, and I felt like we communicated really well for the most part. So I was really getting frustrated and taking it really, really personally that there was this seeming, basically, a tension between us that I couldn't talk to her the way I used to, and she wasn't talking to me the way she used to, and it was just off, and I knew it, and I couldn't figure out how to fix it. So finally it came to a head and it I can't remember exactly what the the exact thing that caused kind of the explosion of it, but I know we wound up in her bedroom having a conversation where I was definitely tearing up and um, crying a little bit and she was upset and we were basically I was just she was saying, I don't feel like you spend any time with me anymore. And we used to have our time and we don't do that anymore. And you're so wrapped up in the girls, um, talking about Jeff's girls and Jeff and work, that you're not spending any time with me. And I was sitting there just going, what? I, I come in here every single day. I feel like I'm begging you for your attention kind of the way in a reverse role kind of way the way she would when she, you know when she was young and wanted to play a game or whatever you know um i feel like i'm coming in here every single day asking for you to spend some time with me and you're basically kicking me out of your bedroom and telling me no and going back to your friends or your homework or your you know your phone whatever so i was just in complete shock i could not believe that she was saying that she felt 
that I wasn't spending enough time with her because I was just sitting there going, my God, I go, I feel like every single day I'm attempting to spend time with you and you keep rejecting me. And so what I realized first was, as I was kind of just one, you have to listen. And that was the biggest thing. I remember my father always telling me uh, the importance of listening. And I really struggle with that. But as I kept listening to her talk about what she was feeling, it was so apparent that one, I can't immediately argue with her. I need to stop and listen. And that two, neither one of us was really wrong or right. It was just the perspective. Hers was, you're not spending enough time with me. Your attention is elsewhere. And mine was, I'm coming in trying to spend time with you and you keep rejecting me. Two different perspectives, but it's really, if you listen enough, we both wanted the same thing in the end, which was we wanted to spend time with each other. So I shared, the only way I know is instead of, telling my daughter, well, you're wrong. I try and do this, which never works. You have to take that from my experience as a parent, but also as a teacher. Telling a teenager or preteen that they're wrong is rarely going to change a whole lot. Now, I think it's important when they are wrong to tell them that. However, using that as a way to change something, I probably wouldn't focus on that as much. So what I did was I went by my golden rule with my daughter, which was always I would be as honest as I possibly could that made sense for her age and um, and for our relationship. I had always committed that I would be honest with her. So I was and I was tearing up when I told her, but I would I shared with her my feelings. I shared that from my perspective, I feel like I go above and beyond to try and spend time with you. But you keep kicking me out of your bedroom and you keep telling me no so what am I supposed to do when you won't spend time with me even when I'm asking I and so I just got honest with her and told her exactly what I was feeling and her response is really the thing that you need to hear because I didn't realize her response is what I believe every parent needs to hear she said to me mom Sometimes I'm a brat and you just have to make me. So even when I say I don't want to go to the store with you or I don't want to spend time or I'm trying to kick you out, she's like, sometimes you just need to make me do it anyway. And I was blown away because I knew that on some level. But then you don't you I don't know if this happens to you. Don't we as parents kind of question ourselves, you know, when your teen is asking for space or asking you to leave their room or wants some time to themselves? I get that. I need time to myself. But then there's this, but how much is too much? And, you know, when should I be just being the parent and saying, no, you know what? We are going to spend some time together. So get off your device. We're going outside for a walk. It's tough because we question ourselves so often, but what it confirmed for me once again was that one-on-one time, even when they say they don't want it, even when they say I have homework or I need to talk to my friends or I need some space or whatever, that time still needs to be 
sacred time for the two of you. Even if they are rejecting you, you make them do it anyway. And so my daughter said that and I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So just understand the next time, you know, you're kicking me out of your room or I'm making you go to the store so that we can have some time together. Um, that's what I'm doing. And I'm doing it because you just told me to do that. And because I love you and I want to spend time with you. And that was great having that breakthrough with my daughter. But what was also awesome and kind of the icing on the cake for me was I shared this whole thing with my husband and we've he's been struggling with something similar with his tween daughter and so we said okay we are going to do this with the girls because the younger two girls are still dying to have his attention but the our two oldest ones not so much so we decided that with going forward we were going to stick to our guns and have our one-on-one time with our teen and tween and even when they didn't want to we were going to make them so this luckily came up within the same week there was an opportunity for Jeff to take his oldest daughter so it just so happened in that same week there was an opportunity for Jeff to take our tween daughter to the store one-on-one I was going to keep the youngest girls at home so that he and she could have some one-on-one time so he went down to her room and said, hey, let's go. We're going to go to the store. And it was a meltdown. A meltdown. As in the kind that I could hear upstairs. So there was a slamming of the door. There was a lot of no's and whatever. But he was firm. And eventually she followed him out the door and they went to the store together. And so when he got back, this is what he told me. He said that she had that chip on her shoulder all the way to the store. And even when they first were starting to walk through, I think they went to Walmart, he said she was still had that attitude, not talking to me, um, you know, just. And then she started, he said it started with a thing of Gatorade that he had gone over to the drinks and we don't really keep a whole lot of juices and we definitely don't have soda in our house. But she saw that he was getting some Gatorade and that she could get some too. And he said that in that moment, Hey, you know what, if it's Gatorade that does it, whatever. But he said after that, she started talking to him. She started engaging in conversation and helping him out with the shopping. And they ended up coming home. And I heard them talking still as they were walking through the door. So just confirmation to me that they're going to fight. And sometimes they're going to fight us even longer than we think they will. But eventually, that is going to go away. And they will come around. But we have to be willing to step up even when that tension sucks. And it does. I hate that tension. It's so hard to live with. But working through that tension is really the only way to have a breakthrough with them. And they do want your attention. They need that time and attention. And they need it one-on-one. So that is just my little story strategy for you to give you hopefully some comfort when your tween or teen is uh, rejecting you a little more. Try not to take it too personally and understand that actually your teen and tween need you now more than ever. So please, please keep pushing that. Keep setting aside that specific time because tweens and teens need you to be there, to give them the time that they need, the attention that they really do desire, even though they're not willing to say it. They need that. 
So you have to be the one who's going to be firm and committed to it even when they're not. I hope this has somehow blessed you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this has blessed you and I wish you well as you, you know, knock on that tween or teen bedroom door. Just remember, you're a warrior. You've got this and I'm behind you, supporting you, cheering you on. Even when you get that maybe death glare from your teenager, make them do it anyway. They will love you in the end. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fierce Warrior Women podcast. Subscribe so that you are notified every time that I post a new episode. Looking forward to talking to you next time. Take care.